Yes, that man came into Chicago and he acted the damn fool. It's the, it's the, uh, it's the Me and E Show, episode 30, October 19, 2021. You got the co-host of the, e, the Me and E Show, Mark Jones. On the other side, the man who's dripping in green and gold. E Staples is in the building. You can follow him at Twitter, on Twitter, at emegas 15 did nothing but but uh, Packer content. <laughs> you also got the OG. Chef Russell in the building. Call him at Twitter, SW Farm. And we got Desmond Jones in the building. And we just gonna get right to the show. Fellas, how are y'all doing today? Outside of the champion being, you know, the, the, the kings of the north being the kings of the north. Um to get before we get started, this is episode 30 again of the Me East show as we restart. Um and fellas, we have our first returning guest. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. For those who don't know, our first guest of the show was a gentleman that we've known for a long time. He's witnessed the WNBA championship. We want to talk talk to him about it. Also talk about the Bears, the Saints, and the Bulls. We have Anthony Jones, aka Pops, is in the building. Make some noise for Pops as he comes Whoa. on. Pops, how's he, how you doing this morning? Uh, this afternoon, evening. Hey, I'm I'm great, man. Great. <laughs> been done well. Good. Thanks for, me. Right. Thanks for having me. No problem. So we're, we're bringing you in because we wanted to get this, you know, we're starting to show off kind of a little off, off kiltered, but we wanted to get uh, the big news of the week, uh, the weekend since last time the show got together, was the Chicago Sky bringing home a championship to the city. Yeah. On a dreary Sunday where the Packers extended their dominance, and we'll get into that in a little bit. As you can see, he is draped in Packer gold, green and gold. <laughs> He's discount double checking. Make me um, get my belt out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you witness excellent. You witness the Chicago sky. Uh, can you talk to us? Uh, can you talk to us about when, uh, you know, how this weekend, how it went, how, and just the, the atmosphere. Cause you know, I know I didn't know that you were really a big WNBA fan, but you end up going to games three and four, and that was crazy. Yeah, well, um, you know, before I get started, I want to give a couple of shout out here. Uh, shout out to Desmond and his wife. I uh, really appreciate them uh, getting us these tickets. Uh, uh, we had a fantastic time, so I really appreciate them. Um, and naturally, I want to give congratulations to the sky. I mean, 
you know, for them, for those ladies to do what they did, they seem to come out of nowhere to, you know, to pull this off and win the championship. So congratulations to them. I also want to give a little credit to the Mercury. I mean, after that game three, man, I thought that they were done. I mean, you know, and for them to come out and play as hard as they did on uh, on Sunday, um, you know, hats off to them. It showed that they uh, they got guts and uh, they played a really good game on that um, this, uh, Sunday. And uh, lastly, I do want to talk about the arena itself. For all you fans out there who have never been to Win Trust, you got to go. It is really a good place to watch a basketball game. Where, where is that at? Is that out there by Rosemont? No, it's downtown by McCormick Place. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, really. Wow. So, I mean, a fantastic facility, good parking, easy access. I'm about to ask. Really nice place to watch a basketball, to take in a basketball game. So you ever get a chance uh, next year when the sky's playing, or even DePaul, they play, you know, they play their home games there. Go out, man. It's a really nice facility. I did go see this guy maybe two years ago out in uh, Allstate. There's no comparison as far as stadium goes. This is a much better facility, like I say, to watch the uh, basketball game. They keep you entertained the whole time you're there. It is just really a nice place. So I wanted to kind of mention that uh, before I get into anything else. Uh, getting down to the game itself, Man, uh, so we went that Friday game, right? And that game was just a total blowout. I mean, they whooped them like they stole a plank off the White House. Uh, yes. They, you know, they just, they, they played defense. I mean, they just beat them bad. Now, the one thing I did notice, and I thought that the Mercury would do this coming into the next game that they played, because when they came out in the third quarter, I noticed that the Mercury started going down to Brittany Griner in the paint, you know, uh, getting her basket, getting her really involved. And, you know, I was telling my wife, I said, if they, because they were leading by 22 points by about a half. And I told her, I said, they need to cut their lead, mean Mercury, down to about 10, you know, so by the end of the third quarter, uh, in order to get back in this game, they have a chance. So they started going down to Brittany Griner, you know, in the beginning of the third quarter. The only problem was that Chicago wasn't missing. And heads off to, and I believe her name is Cooper. I want to make sure. Mm -hmm. Copper. 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 Shot the lights out of the ball. She wasn't missing. And she played good defense on Tarasi. You know, so... She carried them in that game. That girl was not missing. So they were just trading baskets up until maybe the five or six minutes of the uh, that third quarter. And at that point, the coach from Mercury realized that, hey, we're not chipping in and, you know, chipping at this lead. So they just pull all the starters and say, you know, we'll live the fight another day. You know, going and getting into Sunday's game, so just what I thought would happen, that's where they started the game. They started going right into Brittany Griner, getting her involved early. And the one thing that this guy didn't do, I thought, they could have did a better job of was maybe, you know, 
having somebody dig down when she got the ball to dig down and kind of double her, you know, and maybe force her to either pass or, you know, made it more difficult for her to take a shot. And they really wasn't doing it in the beginning of the game, you know, but, uh, you know, it all worked out. Uh, and I got to give credit to, to the other uh, guard that uh, I believe her name is Ali. That girl shot like Quigley. Vanders, was that Vanders? Not Vanders. Ellie, Ellie Quigley. Yeah, Quigley. She, was, she, was, she shot yeah. lights out in the third quarter. She's the one that kept them in that game in the third quarter. She hit by three big three three pointers to bring them back, actually. And then Candace kind of, you know, took over after that, um, made some basket rebound. And, uh, you know, at that point, you know, they kind of took over the game and, 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 won the championship but man both games i thoroughly enjoyed uh we had a great time and uh like i say i mean the, the sky really from where they came to, from being a 500 team to beating the number one team in the wnba to winning the championship i mean you it's almost like a storybook ending you know so my hats off to them. Those ladies should be very proud for what they did for the city of Chicago. Uh, and that was my first championship in any sport, basketball, football, baseball, being involved and being actually there mm -hmm. in the arena. And that was um, that was fantastic in itself. So how was how was that crowd's energy? Like you oh my seeing, God. It on, seeing it oh. on TV versus being there live. Like how was that? It was oh, everybody chance to was, rapper all over the place. Yeah, it was just, I mean, you could just feel the energy in the building. You know, everybody's, you know, especially when they started coming back, you know, when they uh, quickly hit that, you know, first jump and you could just find, feel the energy building in the building. And she hit another one and it just started to grow from there. And man, it was just, it was just fantastic. And once he, uh, they took that lead and uh, they came down and hit another basket, I told my wife that, I said, it's over. You know, it was over. There's no way they were going to come back at that point. So, yeah, they, they I mean, you could tell that they were, they were feeding off the energy in that building. And uh, it was just fantastic, man. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. It was, that was a, it was a good thing to see. Here's, I know we're going to get into them later, but the, the, the coolest thing that I noticed was, uh, the game started at two, if I remember right. right. Yeah, right on Sunday, and and that stadium was sold out. Mind you, the Bears were playing a rivalry game against the Packers at the same, right. like nearly the same time. So yeah. that was really amazing to have that stadium packed like that, uh, it and was... uh, especially around the, this, this time of year. Because I know earlier in previous episodes, Desmond talked about how the WNBA they're, they're scheduling. You know how where are they going to play during the year? And they, they ended up having to play this kind of late into the year. And it ran into NFL season, baseball right. playoffs. Like, just imagine if the White Sox had actually advanced. They might even All have right. to play. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so them running into that, you know, just the fact that, you know, it did bring Chicago. It was it was awesome to see. Like, I, I watched from afar, and I, I enjoyed it. And my wife actually ended up I'm, – I'm driving around Arizona – with my i my my uh, tablet out, you know, on the highway with the with the game on. Yeah, 
<laughs> I should have crashed like months. <laughs> I'll tell, tell you, it brought, it, you know, it brought uh, goosebumps to me. Uh, you know, I had a slight tear in my eye because I was just happy for the city of Chicago. And I can say, especially those ladies, uh, for them to come from where they were in the season, you know, nobody really expected them to be there, you know, uh, like I say, hats off to them. They showed a lot of grit and determination and they weren't going to lose, you know, that game on Sunday, they weren't not going to lose. And, uh, man, I'm just uh, so proud of being there and, 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 and enjoying the moment. Uh, it was really special and uh, something that I'll, you know, I'll never forget. So yeah. Once again, thanks out to Dez and his wife. Really appreciate that. Well, speaking of, Dad, you helped me with the segue. Man, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. That was professional. Speaking of, speaking of said daughter-in-law, we're going to have introduced for the first time on the Me and E show. And listen, if Pop got to have some theme music, you know my little sis got to have some too. Yeah. Joining the Me and E show, we got the little sis in the building, Shanti. What's up, sis? Better known as T on the on the on the Me and E show. Uh, I wanted to. I've been wanting her to be on the pod for a minute because I want her to talk about just where the WNBA is going and just the growth of WNBA. So T, welcome into the Me and E show. You got uh you got Arison, you got Shep, the dude at the uh on the screen, I don't know where he's at uh position wise. Did you already know him because you just saw him like what 72 hours ago somewhere in a in that vicinity but you got pops on the line and he was just giving you a shout out again thank you so much for your time we know you were mad busy running your agency getting extra degrees and stuff like that working you are you are a busy woman and i appreciate you but and, and so again thank you for your time real quick because i know the WNBA is such a passion for you mm -hmm. with this how the season ended and with your love for the chicago for the chicago sky tell me how you're feeling right now when you look at everything kind of in, in the with this season that just happened uh, I, I think for me personally, I think that, um, you know, with the WNBA, with it being its 25th anniversary, I think this year is one for the history books. Because I think, um, like like I said earlier, like on my Twitter, like a couple of weeks ago, it's, you know, from the media team to the games, to the players, to the coverage, everything was on top um, of what it needed to be this year. And the fact that Chicago ended it the way it did was huge. Um you know, just being able to be in the building on Friday um, and seeing, you know, the, all everybody there, it was sold out. Um, I feel like that's how every WBA game needs to be, um, not only in the finals, but like every game. I mean, I feel like we're getting to that point um, of us just getting there, um, you know, with all the coverage and stuff that we've had over this year. Um, and then also, you know, with Pops being allowed to, you know, Pops and Moms being able to be at the finals, you know, I was a little little hurt you know <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was like there's no way possible we're gonna make it to this game on time so you know being able to give them the tickets and and you know allow for them to have the opportunity to you know 
experience that um, was big for me, um, especially since I wasn't going to be able to be there. So it was huge for me. I know one of the things that Chef and I talked about actually on this show, we talked about the marketing with the WNBA. Is that looking back, you know, this year, is what was done differently? What do, what did you see that was done differently to kind of, I know it was, yeah, like as you mentioned, you had the 25 years of uh, anniversary that has its own set of expectations with it. But for, t- for me, just from a guy who is a, I'm a basketball fan, period, right? But somehow this this season, I think they did some things differently. Do you, can you point to a couple of those things that they were strategic about as far as increasing the game to whether it be young or old, like, you know, like Pop, like Pop's well-seasoned, you know? So <laughs> to, get, to get those type of, like, to get that type of energy in the crowd, because I'm sure as you guys were there on Thursday, I'm sorry, Friday, and, and then pop on Sunday, you saw young and old and all types of people in the building and again on a, on a football Sunday. So how was that? How did that, how did they get to that point as far as the marketing and putting the money into, into the WNBA? Um, I think, I think it started with uh, the whole CBA um, that got started, you know, last year uh, when they knocked all that out and got all that signed. Um, and then it was Kathy, you know, Kathy did her thing. Uh, she brought in some, some people that they partnered with in the W. Um, and I think a lot of it, majority of it came from the WNBA media. You know, you had your Aries, you had your, your Terricas, you had your Christinas, you had your, your Miles. All of them was putting in constant work 24-7. Like they were, like Christina is known as like the woge of the WNBA. So stuff was just coming out like, like that, like, I want to say like every 20 minutes stuff was dropping. Um, I think WNBA Twitter <laughs> was going crazy. Um, yeah. Like they, they had, a, they had a really good year. Like they were constant with it. Like they were putting out constant content um, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, the whole nine yards. They was on clubhouse. They were, they was everywhere. Um, and that's when they just start, they started to, you know, grow and push a lot of more stuff out there. Um, and then I also feel like, um, the coverage, you know, they was playing on ESPN, it's playing on ABC. You know, a lot of people were seeing them play more, more so on that end. Um, so that was, I mean, that was like a gist of it right there. Like I said, the partnerships, them watching uh, the games, you know, on ABC, ESPN, uh, Facebook, Twitter Live, YouTube, Amazon Prime. Um, all that stuff was huge. And I think they just did another partnership. I forget who it's with, but they just signed another partnership um, with the WNBA. So they're, they're growing a lot. More partnership equals more money, which is one of the big things that I know a lot of people have, have been clamoring for is for you know, the women getting their, their, their just due as far as the money. So that's excellent to hear. Real quick, and again, I'm, I'm going to let you go. And I appreciate you jumping in. I actually got two things real quick. One basketball and then one not so. <laughs> Maybe Eric, you and Eric could team up. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, as far as how much did the uh, do you think the NBA played as far as like some of their stars? Because when you was in Phoenix, you saw the front row. You saw CP3. You saw uh, Devin Booker. You saw yeah. all these cats that were there supporting the women. How much, how, 
integral has the NBA been in helping the, the W, you know, get, ramp up or even just take another step up? Um, I think it's been huge only because when athletes, you know, the younger generation, when they see, you know, the NBA players at these games, they're like, oh, it's okay to support these women basketball players. It's okay to say that they, they're actually good at what they do. It's okay to say that they're the GOAT. It's okay that they can actually play. Like, I can't say that I can hoop up every girl that I see dribbling the basketball. You know what I'm saying? It's okay for them to be out here hooping and out here doing, you know, what they're doing. Like, Copper is like a true testament to that. Like, you can walk up to Copper and say, I ball you, and I swear for goodness she will probably fold you up and do some type of, Swoop and doop, and then you just <laughs> you just done. I, you know, I so messed with her. I messed yeah. with her. I, I, her interview at when she went get MVP. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that was classic. That was to I, me. That was the that yeah. was the that was the Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That one. That that one. I was like, like perfect. Like absolutely. you can't. You couldn't end this any better. Absolutely. Yep. You know, that's the thing that I. One of the things that kind of stood out to me, you know, the stars of the league, the Candace, you know, Candace, uh, Candace, and all of those people. But when you get somebody like Harper that emerges, you know, and you know, I mean, this girl really balled out. And then you get, you know, Allie shooting. The, I mean, you know, you you don't care about these people, but then once you go, you know, you go to a game and you see that there's a lot of talent out there that people may not be aware of, you know, I don't know it. So once you get that taste, you know, and go to a game and, or watch a game on, then you can really see there are some talented women out there. So, I mean, it was really nice to, uh, now I think a lot of people expected Candace to win the MVP and just my, my being there on Friday, and again, on Sunday, it was like, whoa, you know, to me, I'm saying this girl is the one that really kept them in the game and, um, you know, helped them win this thing. So I was glad to see that they, in my mind, did the right thing and gave her the MVP, you know. So, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of talented uh, young ladies out there that's playing the game of basketball that uh, people probably don't know. And uh, it would be, you know, and I'm sure the more exposure, you know, as some of the things that uh, he mentioned, you know, uh, that these people will get there, I guess just do if you will. So, right, right. No, I think that's, I think you're right on point with that, Pops. I think again, I actually think the league has an abundance of talent, and I don't know how T how you feel about that, but I think expansion should be on the horizon very soon. Like they yeah. have to keep. I think they have. There's almost like. Now, we look back and we look at the NBA. We look at, like, Bill Russell and how he won, like, 11 championships, like, eight in a row. Well, that's also the league was really tiny at that point. Right. I, think, exactly. I think that's where the WNBA is right now. Like, the league is still relatively small. But we're going to still, you know, we're going to see some – we should see, hopefully, and T, maybe you can speak to it, some more rapid, um, you know, um, uh, not relocations. What's expansion. The word? Yeah, expansion. Thank you, Chef. Rapid expansion, so that way we could start really because, like you said, you you got teams that are four or five deep with star, like legit all stars. You know, it, it helps to market the league when you have you can actually maybe have two or three, you know, versus the four or five six. Also, a side point: 
another big shout out to Candace because Candace, what last year, T, she was they voted her the most overrated player. Yeah, I think it was either last year or the year before. And for her to come back and to say, I still can do this thing and do it at a high level is a testament to her will, especially doing it in her city where it all started from in the first place. Well, if I may, if I may, real quick, you have to give her credit because she didn't try to dominate. I think she, what she did was she tried to get her teammates involved in the game. You know, made them better. Yeah, you know, so it wasn't that. It it wasn't that. Hey, I'm the star. I can do. You know, let me do my thing. She was, to me, she was more concerned about getting her teammates involved. You know, and uh, and but when it came to crunch time, when you really need to be there, especially in that fourth game down the stretch, like I said, she had a big basket, rebound, you know, that sort of thing. So. But, you know, overall, I, you know, I think she kind of just took a back seat and, you know, let those other girls, you know, do their thing. So, and it worked out. Yeah, absolutely. T, has there, has there been any talks on, on what cities might be looking at expansion as we wrap up our WNBA part portion before we get to the real stuff that I know you want to talk about uh, as well? Um, but is, <laughs> is there any, uh, is there any cities on the horizon, like, um, immediately that's up for, uh, for expansion? Um, I know Philly for sure. Um, that's one I know for sure. There's been talks um, about others, but I'm not quite sure on which ones exactly, but I know Philly for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just to piggyback, piggyback off of Pops, um, he said, like, everybody knew about Candace, but nobody knew about Copper. That was That's one of the main problems with the WNBA. They only show certain people in the league and people only think that it's only so many people in the league until you actually go to the game and you realize there's a lot more people in this league than what people see yeah. um where you you were only seeing probably like five WNBA players i mean sabrina has has a commercial and sue bird has a commercial and you might see asia wilson but you don't see nobody else you know so it's like there's a lot more people than just those three in the lead there's a lot more people in the lead than candace sue bird dt um just just a little bit of that like there's a lot of good talent in the league and i feel like the league needs to um show that a lot more yeah it almost sounds it almost sounds like kind of like a hip-hop thing where it's like commercial versus underground in a way Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or we can, we can get it all the way funky. We can talk about Christian Christian hip hop. We can even go that route. Like that's that's kind of how the vibe I'm you know, I'm getting what you, what you're saying. So yeah, that's that's interesting. That's definitely interesting. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious as to because I don't think it's a fall off of interest in women's basketball because in March I think they get a, garner a lot of attention during uh, their March Madness. Um, even though, you know, you got your men's and women's going at the same time, they still garner quite a bit, especially during the national championship. And then mm-hmm. it's just like, where do they go? You know, the stars at, at the drafts and, and, and that whole buildup. And I think, you know, this one was a little, was, we were talking about how the, how the, they did their national championship and they had their draft, what, 11 days Two later? Two weeks. Yep. Yeah, yeah you, were and I, for that. you were down in the uh, scouting for that, weren't you? At the I combine, was at the combine. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I don't uh, know how, what agency? How did that affect the players? Because I mean, it it actually garnered look my interest a lot more now. You know, because it was still fresh in my mind of who just played 
and now they're going through this draft process, you know, and we did, you know, how did, what, did you see any kind of effects of, of how that schedule went? Cause I know that's not how it usually is. Right. No, that's, that's normally how it is. That's how it's been oh, really for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll play, wow. they'll play in March madness. And then two weeks later, yeah, it's time for the draft. And then right after draft, it's time for training camp and then training camp. And then it's, it's the season. And then after the season is over, they're they're going overseas until right. April to get that bread. Because honestly, that's where a lot of them are getting like the big. They make more money. Is that, is that still the case? Because I know that was the the thing back when I was in college. Like when I, when it was kind of starting, was they get more money overseas than they do in America. So, yep. Yeah. So it's it's in, that's again that's a thing that's got to change because. You know, they, they got to get paid their due. We, there's no yeah. reason for them to go overseas to play in a third world country and get paid more than they do here. Yep. And then the, the other thing is, like, what a lot of people are saying is where they lose the interest is, is what he said, like, you know, after after the, the NCAA tournament, you know, a lot of these, these athletes are getting drafted, but the, the league is so small that they get lost. Right. You know, so the, the, the athlete that they were following that was doing so good at this college, you know, they, you know, declare for the draft, didn't get drafted. So now they're overseas and then nobody knows where they are, you know. Ooh. So who was that on the on Chicago? She was uh, last year, not this past draft, the draft previously. She got drafted. Um, oh, no, someone drafted. Chicago this year. Yeah, someone got drafted this year because this if in T you can no 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 it was someone from last either last year or the year before she got drafted ended up on a team didn't really pan out with them or they get the the, the playing time and she signed with Chicago this year oh uh, uh that might have been Dana Evans I think yeah yeah she so she she just got drafted this year to Dallas and then and then excuse me she got moved she got drafted this Chicago. year yeah yeah. Cause I remember, wow. yeah. Cause I remember the, the, the sky, they did like the first part of the draft was nuts. Like it was, tra- it was like trade, like a whole bunch of trades and like a couple teams had like, I think there was a team that had two picks in the top five. Like, oh, was, yeah. And there was like a whole bunch of like a lot of trades. And I remember the, 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 the sky drafted a point guard. I was like, well, what they already got like, you know? And so I, that's why I remember and she came from overseas. That's what I remember. The I, I didn't know her. I don't know her name, but I remember the situation. So, yeah, yeah. No, that, it wasn't that guard. It was a different one. But yeah, she got drafted by Dallas, and then they moved her the the same day, or was it? Yeah, there, there was a lot. Again, there's a lot of trades, and that's and it's it's similar to the NBA. Like people get tra- drafted, but just because that's where you get drafted. You can be on three or four teams for the night's over. Very yeah. similar to the NBA. So and that was another thing that kind of caught our attention was it was a lot of international players being drafted in the first round because Dana was drafted in the second round, if I read that right. Yep. She was mm-hmm. like, uh, she was supposed to be like a top two or three pick, but yep. ended up going in the second round. So yeah, it's 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 interesting. I, you know, uh, getting a little bit more deep into NWNBA. I, I followed quite a bit this year. And, uh, you know, I think what also helps is that there's no New England Patriots of the league. And there's a lot of parody. So, you know, it, yeah. it was awesome that Chicago won this year, you know, and then last year it was Seattle, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and Vegas was, you know, so it's like, it's not like, 
if there was one team that was just dominating the whole time, I think, you know, like if you, uh, University of Connecticut was, you know, had an yeah. NBA, you know, WNBA <laughs> team was just ruling, you know, it's just like, ah, they're going to win in the game, you know. So by, by different teams winning, you know, and, mm-hmm. and these stories coming out, you know, it, it's, it's, I think that got a lot of more interest as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let me end, let me end on uh, any, both of you guys on this. Uh, Nothing dead. I want you pops. I want you to pop in here too. Uh, he's been quiet. I need to get him engaged here. Uh, we all Good. know. <laughs> we, all, warm. <laughs> we all know uh, on the show. It's no, it's no coincidence. And it's no secret that he's a Packer fan, but we also have a Packer fan with T as well. So, uh, as you were watching the, the, the WNBA finals, and, and I'm sure you were glowing, you were ecstatic and sad. And that's a whole nother reason. We'll get into that at some point in time. We have you back on the show, but you, I'm sure you were really happy because you got to see your, your Packers continue dominance over the Chicago bears. How, how did that, how both of you guys and jump in, how did that make you feel? Um, watching game. Did you watch the game live? Or did you watch it like on repeat? Like how how did you how did you do it? How, and I'll start with T. Ladies first, and then y'all have to jump in. Sure. Well, I was watching the WNBA game, so I didn't really get a chance to watch it. But I seen the highlights. You know, the main one that sticks out to me is I ain't gonna say it. I'll probably let him say it. But you know, I own you. <laughs> He's saying something. I can't quite hear him. What do you say, Aaron? <laughs> can't hear him. You see what I put on my list, and I even put my name on. I just put property of Aaron Rodgers because <laughs> for what has happened over the last, what, 25, 25 games that he's played against the Bears. He's like 25 and five or something like that, or 30 games, 25 and five. Is that about right? Uh, he's, 22, right? he's 22 and five. He went into Sunday 21 and five. Yeah. He's 11 and three at Soldier Field. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know why I'm even asking this question. This is, <laughs> but I mean, how how does it feel to be like when he comes? Like I know when you you, you see me and pops, and, and then of course your husband T, you got all this bears. He's just kind of like, does it give you a bounce in your step? Does it give a little pep in your step? Do you put a little bit more green and gold on? And 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 E, <laughs> and, and, and e I mean, you just sweat. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, for people who can't see what we're seeing, like. Can you, can you describe your attire? Uh, you know what I'm saying? First, I got um, some owner of the Bears. Got his jersey on right here. You know what I mean? Uh, shout out to Aaron Rodgers. I got my fleece blanket, which is the – hold on now. Got the uh, – I own this moment. Got the uh, – saying, no, it's oh, – I just want to make a correction. It's, got the fleece it's co-owner. There's other owners, so he's a co-owner, okay? Oh, shout out to uh, yeah, not Cassie. not including yeah, not yeah. A, not according to Wikipedia for an hour. It had the owner of the Chicago Bears, is Aaron Rodgers, on Wikipedia. So it's fifty-one forty-nine right now. Gotcha. Percentage-wise. So listen, man. Look, you and and pops could probably attest to this here. Look, you made Dad get his belt, man. <laughs> he had to get his belt. Because Robert Quinn over here, you know, you sack him and it never ends well. Everyone that has sacked Aaron Rodgers and mocked the belt, there's usually a touchdown or an ass whooping that precedes that that ghost comes after that. So um, for him to say what he said 
definitely probably one of my favorite moments, if not my favorite, other than the Randall Cobb touchdown uh, for Packers and Soldier Field. So one of my favorite moments, you know what I'm saying, yelling at the crowd, they're giving them the bird. And what you going to say, man? 11 and 3 in your house. You know what I mean? So go pack go and all that, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got to give him a shout out, though. Like, like Rodgers, I didn't realize how much he really enjoyed this robbery. Like, he, like, I, yeah. going into the game. Out, time out, time out. No, 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 no. He, I'm going to let you cook. Go ahead. Bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, like, when he was asked about, you know, when he's, Comes a free agent, wants to go to another team. They asked him, like, would you ever go to Chicago? And he was like, no. And I was like, wow, that's that's, that's kind of that's like, okay. And then you go into this game and like, yeah, he gets he gets taunted or whatever, and he comes back and he does it. And when he says that I own you, that just let me know, like, man, he was really engaged in this robbery. Mm-hmm. Like he, like, I mean, that that that's that's cool for me because I, I I love that. I would, you know, I hate the losses that we've had against them, but man, when you get someone engaged in a robbery and right now it looks like it's about to rub off on Justin Fields. Yeah. Like this was a perfect time for Justin Fields to be in it, to, to see the, to feel that, to see our pain, what we've been going through, you know, with this dude. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, yeah. But Rogers, bro, for him to say that, that was like, like, you know, I, I, like I can't, I can't do it. I, I cannot hate that. I just can't. Like you know. You know why you can't hurt that shop? You know why you probably, Dad? I'm gonna let you get in here too before I, I, I send you know T and 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 reengage E with their their song. Um, you know why we can't hate that? Like on some level, we have to respect it because for 13 years, Michael Jeffrey Jordan yes. did the same thing to everybody else in basketball, and yes, we yep, eat yes. that stuff up. For eternity, still eating off yeah. of it. Yeah. So when Aaron does it, it's like, I know what, again, I'm not going to hate on greatness. And what we've seen is greatness. Yeah. And, they, and honestly, the Packers have had greatness for the last 30 plus years because before there was Aaron, there was this guy named, Brett. oh, Brett Favre, bruh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We're, only seven, we're only seven games ahead in the series now. Did you know that? Like, it's met, it, would you think yeah. about the yeah. 30 years of Favre? It's 201 to 194, I believe. Yeah. Like it, so we're only seven games up. So that shows a lot of dominance and how bad the Packers were in the late 70s and, early, and the whole 80s. Yeah, right, like the Packers were, they probably, I mean, it, it, had Brett Favre not come along, I'm not even sure that they would have left the Packers in Green Bay because it's such a small oh, It, it kind of turned it turned the corner a little earlier for Favre. It was that Matt, Matt Donald, Magikowski. Oh, God. Uh, right. another, oh. Sterling, and then Sterling Sharp. Oh, you know, over the line. Like, Sharp, like, you know, oh, the yeah. I didn't know we had replay back then. <laughs> Magic, man. I forgot. I, oh. But it just goes to show you that you have to enjoy it, you know, while you're on top. And the, the Packers are on top now. I mean, you know, things are. Now? Yeah. Well, for a while, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. hey, listen, listen. Aaron Rodgers is, if not the, you know, he's got to be right there behind Brady, you know, as far as talent in the, in the, in the league. That guy, the way he can throw a football, I mean – there's not too many people in the league is better than him. And uh, you just got to give it to the man is good. And which 
kind of don't understand this whole friction that he has with the Packers and all because once you get a oh. like that, you just don't, you know, you don't let this guy walk away, you know. So, I mean, the guy is just talented. He's got one of the best arms in, in the league. He got a quick release. He's just a talent. And, uh, you Man know. is smart. Yeah, so. Very smart. Yeah, so, you know what? Hey, enjoy it while you can, man. The guy's good, you know. Um, he manipulates he manipulates the defense. That's one thing that we were missing. We didn't have anybody to, to counteract or to play his chess match on the field. You even know, we, we had did. Brian. Listen, even when we, we had did. Brian Erlacher, and it made a little, you know. Yeah. No, it, I, I think it was still like, but Aaron was still young. So I think going through that whole process with Brian Erlacher playing that chess match back and forth, I know that even that helped him even more, you know, because that man manipulated us in the fourth quarter. That drive, the 75-yard drive, that he manipulated the whole drive all the way down to him going. I think he planned the whole out. I think he even knew what side of the end zone he was going to run to, you know, because he he saw that late. She probably gave him the double bird in the first quarter. He was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to score on that side yeah. of the field. Yeah. I'm going to run in. <laughs> I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to make sure everybody in that section knows I own you all. Thank you, you know, for buying the tickets. Thank you for you, buying the popcorn. I agree. And that's why I rock. Like, that's why I'm like always like this close to being a Packer fan because I rock with the pettiness. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Michael right Jordan, <laughs> Michael Jordan was the most, yeah. was the pettiest of all petty. And so anyone that touches that, like I rock with that. Like Aaron Rodgers is the same way, you know? So I rock with that. Listen, but I really because he makes me laugh with the State Farm. Commercials yeah. like I, I, I hate it. Like you made me laugh. Like you, you make me want to like you, and, and I respect you it. do this to me. And like, why, man? I never did it to you. What What I really love about this entire thing, you know, we make jokes about the, um, the I still own you and stuff like that, which is true. But I will say, we always have this political correctness with quarterbacks, right? There's the guys that have got to be politically correct when they're at the podium. Yeah, they got to say all the right things for the media. They got to damper down stuff. They got to sugarcoat stuff. But to hear this raw emotion caught on camera by somebody like Aaron Rodgers, who can be very politically correct at times, um, definitely made it 10 times better because it made it took us from, you know, we, we always hear the quarterback say stuff that you want to hear that the media wants to hear. And he even double, you know, he even retracted a little bit on the Pat McAfee show, giving the Bears the credit and stuff like that. But just to hear this and, and just hear how he really feels in that emotion, man, um, definitely probably one of my favorite things about this. Because, uh, you know, you usually, I mean, they don't catch it. You know, you don't catch a hot mic every single day. I, 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 I got to talk to that cameraman. I, 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 I don't know how this, he should have muted the whole thing. Listen, I there has been, in Bears history, we've caught two quarterbacks with a hot mic and it's just been nothing but true. This one with Aaron Rodgers, And then we had the Jay Cutler tell March, I said, F you. Oh, ah, <laughs> yes, so I'm all for quarterbacks and hot mics. Like that's, that's, yeah, that's what it is. But at the end of the day, Oh, T I got a quick question for you. How did you grow up? Like, how did you become a Packer fan? I would love to know this. I don't know this story. I would love to know this as well. I know how E, but yeah, as E as E flexes in his King of the North garb. 
But go ahead. How'd you become a how'd you become a Packer fan? Like, can you walk us through that before we let you go? Well, there is no what do you call it, like a fancy story for it. Like I didn't like nobody in my family is Packers fans. So there's no, you know, pass That's down weird. of Packer Nation type stuff. So um I think for me it was just watching because when I was younger, I used to just watch nothing but football, you know, every Sunday um after church. So um coach is my first team because I'm from Indiana, you know, that's my that's my first team. But um I think watching, I think Brett was still there. So watching Brett, it was Clay Matthews, it was Driver, um, Cobb, all of them. So I'm I'm watching and I'm like, you know, I <laughs> You know, I, I like this team, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so like ever, I don't even know when exactly I started being a Packers fan, but it was like, I had, to, it had to be sometime in high school though, for sure. When I, when I started, you know, actually following the Packers pretty heavy um, and start repping them, uh, you know, when they beat the Bears, you know, I forget what year that was, you know, when I was in high school. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl. Several to choose. There's several to choose from. You know. <laughs> you know. So, um, I think that one is when I I became like like a really 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 big fan um of the Packers, and ever since then I've just been Packer Nation. Desmond doesn't like it. You know, I, I try to keep it to a minimum. You know, because I'm surrounded by so many Bears fans. But you know, that's right, my friend. You gotta keep Don't it to a it. minimum. We don't, don't like the it. Green Bay Packers a of, fans. A lot of no. anger and despair. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Bears fans. Anguish. You guys, you guys are too young. To, you guys are too young to know this, but I mean, you go back to the Vince Lombardi era, and those teams were just sound. What the hell is going on? Sound <laughs> fundamental football teams. I mean, and uh, that toss sweep. The toss sweep, I mean, and the players they had on deep defense, you know, uh, they were just a sound football team. So there's some history there of the Packers. And it's amazing because they're in a small market, you know, and you like, who really wants to go to Green Bay? You know, there's not. Uh, Frozen Tundra. Wow. Yeah, so, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they've got a lot of history of winning. You know, I, I watched the, the first two Super Bowls that ever happened, you know, uh, and Green Bay was involved with win both of them. You know, so yeah. that's, a of, that's a lot of history there of winning, you know. So, uh, got to get yeah, you know, You know, uh, one, of the, um, one of the Chargers players, uh, one of their starting safeties, he's actually the grandson of the great uh, Herb Adderley, uh, corner for the uh, – for the Green Bay Packers back in those large right. Lombardi yeah. days. Um, yeah. Like you said, the Nitschkes of the world. You know, you got Jim Taylor over there on the offense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Great offensive line. Jerry Kramer. Paul you know, Bar Star, the quarterback. Paul Horning. Yeah. You know, arguably one of the greatest receivers ever played. So, definitely a lot of history. And then, really, why wouldn't you want to go to Green Bay, man? Ain't nothing. Like, Odell needs to go to Green Bay. Because there ain't nothing to do but play football in Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we need to be in a place like that. Like, hey, man, there ain't no club to go very to. Stephen A. Right. Right now. You know what I'm like Stephen A. Right now, he needs to go That's ahead and come the same over. Same thing in Cleveland, bro. Like, what's to do in Cleveland? Shout yeah, out what, to Kim. What, yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe Kim. Nobody wants nah, nobody going to Cleveland. <laughs> hey, at least you got some. At least you got an NBA team over there to go watch or something. 
you know what I'm saying? But Green Bay, what you gonna do there, man? Listen, all, all you got in Green Bay is churn butter. No. Watch <laughs> <laughs> the corn grow. <laughs> y'all got some? Y'all got a catchy? Y'all got a catchy song? Yes, sir. Pack down, pack down. Pack down. Oh. Any Pack down. <laughs> Any Well, see, I know again, I, I thank you for your time. I knew you um I knew you wanted to I wanted to get you on the show. And we actually want to get you on the show. A lot longer at some point in time because we really want to get into the mind of an agent um, and all that you have to go through because uh, there's some conversations that um, that have been had on this show that we, we, we might need a little, you know, a little maybe a little insight without you giving <laughs> up without you giving up any sources because I I know you got you, you well you're well connected my friend. <laughs> well, so and again i appreciate so much of your time um and we Thank appreciate you, you uh, and again you have an open invitation to join the show at, at any point in time um and to, to discuss whatever if there's something that you want to bring to the bring uh, attention to and awareness to anytime you have an open mic request uh, on the show <laughs> well i appreciate it thank y'all no problem no problem um Pop, uh, yeah. you want to talk about your 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 bears and and give a little bit of a uh, we've we've talked a lot of Packers these last fifteen minutes or twenty. Hold on, real quick, real quick. I'm glad Pop is here because so I was uh, on Facebook. They show something about um, the Arizona, like their backfield and their wide receiver Rondell Moore, about how they're all very tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, man, when he was like, I don't want that midget. Hey, he got there shaking and baking, man. Hey, listen, that just goes to show you there's places in the world with small people. New Orleans has a has a guy. New Orleans has a receiver on that team that's five six, and he runs he runs up forty in like four three. You know, yeah, Marquise uh, somebody number eleven. Uh, no, number 11. Uh, Wayne Devontae Harris. 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 Yeah, oh, no. Harris. Yeah. So, yeah. Who? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you know what? <laughs> But you know, no, I don't like small play. I'm sorry, I don't like. <laughs> but there's a place for me football. I mean, you know, but yeah. uh, no, it's not for me. Flying to the radar. Yeah, <laughs> I just keep see, I just keep thinking of Mr. Parker in a, <laughs> in a football uniform. <laughs> I'm so wrong. It's 32 left. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> wait, Pops. When they get in the ice bag, they go, boop. No, they go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Father, forgive us. Um, 
Listen, uh, Pops, I know you went back. I know you were out there partying and, you know, you were running in, 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 the, on them, in the WNBA streets and celebrating championship and whatnot. Um, did you get a chance to watch, rewatch the game? And I haven't. Uh, oh, been, wow. Uh, well, you know, I've been kind of, you know, like I said, celebrating the, uh, hold on, hold on a second. I got to play this. Uh, uh, so I haven't really gone back and, uh, I thought the game might be closer than it was when I, you know, when I started watching it and then, you know, uh, watched it as long as I could and then had to go to the game and all. And I was really impressed with that first drive that the Bears did and, you know, took the lead and all and thought they had a chance, you know, and then saw the score and I'm disappointed once again. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, I, it was about what I expected. Uh, you know, like I say, uh, Rodgers is, you know, at the top of his game right now, and the Bears got a rookie quarterback. Uh, their top running back was out. Top uh, two running backs were out. Yeah. yeah Herbert, so, Herbert's nice, though. He has a nice pickup. I, yeah, he's a, mm-hmm. he didn't skip he's a good fire. I like him. You know, he's got moves, and uh, – Hard nose running back, so I, I like it, you know. Uh, I think the uh, wide receiver, receiver they have, um, number 11, what's his name? Mooney. Mooney. Yeah, I think that kid is going to be really good, you know. And uh, so they've got some things that they've got going for them. Uh, didn't expect them, like I say, to win the game with the Packers just because, you know, it's hard for a rookie quarterback, you know, to go up against somebody like Rodgers. And come out on top, you know. So um, a lot to add. A lot to add. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. So, uh, but you know, they've got, like I said, they've got some things going for them. And um, even a couple of years, we might be talking a whole different thing, you know, with the Packers and the Bears. So we'll see. I think so. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think so. I, I like uh, Justin Fields showed a lot though. Made some rookie mistakes. You can't take two sacks that late in the game. You know right. what I mean? Uh, took right. another sack early in the game on a critical third down, I believe it was, um, when he, he was rolling out to the left. And then uh, uh, what's his name? Lowry. Got his name. Um, dang, number 53. Got his damn name. He but, um, Campbell? Was that Campbell? No, nah, Devondre Campbell's number 59. I forgot his name, man. But anyway, he came He when came. He tossed around. him out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he came around and got, got him a piece of him. But – Again, uh, the way that y'all were running the football um, the other day, you know what I'm saying? Uh, was driving you crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. bro! I knew it, though, because I'm like, this dude's going to come in here. He's going to run. We ain't going to be able to tackle his ass. And this is, it, you know, like that's – we. I, I don't like our run defense and um, or special teams. That makes two teams. of us, by the way. But, um, you know, I mean, it's. I, I think that the future is very bright. For, for Justin Justin Fields, barring any injuries, barring right. any injuries. Um, and right. Of course, again, you know, you can avoid that by throwing the ball away, um, you know, of course, sliding, things like that. So, um, but he's definitely a very athletic guy. And then I'm, I'm not looking forward to dealing with him for the next 10 plus years. But he's, <laughs> so, not, he's not as fast as I thought he was going to be. So here's the thing. About he's that. pretty fast, though. He's pretty fast. He, I mean, he's, he's fast, fast, but. He's, not, he's, he's Josh Allen fast, I will say. Yeah. yeah Josh yeah. Allen ain't a burner, but yeah, he's not a burner. Things happen with his legs. 
Right. He's yeah, it's not Kyler Murray. It's that straight right. edge. It's that straight ahead speed. Like he's not. He's he doesn't have the juice that uh, Lamar has. Not not to me. People have the juice that Lamar has. Let's just be totally honest, right? Yeah. You no. Know, and he, his four point. He runs a four four, but he's he's got good. Once he's if it's straight ahead, he's trying to hit. He's trying to. Oh, he's going on the angle. Yeah, he'll get. He'll 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 beat a lineman or a linebacker. But if you expect him to, you know, the wiggle out, he's he's a pocket passer. Second like, side, yeah, yeah. He, but all, but I, but all of the things that you guys, you know, just mentioned, you know, are valuable lessons that he hopefully will learn, and in the next couple of years or so, hopefully yeah. he won't see those type of mistakes. You know, so I'm glad that whoever decided to go with him as quarterback. Now let's let's uh, let's keep it all the way funky. That was Virginia. Okay. Virginia well, came down like there like Della Reese from Harlem Nights. Uh, yeah. Well <laughs> uh, you know give her credit, but uh I think it was the right decision, you know, uh because what he's learning now, you know, you can't measure. And uh I say I think in a couple of years, all the mistakes and things that you're seeing now, he won't be doing. And uh, we'll see where this Packer Bears rivalry will be then, you know. So, uh, because I think that, you know, if you look at it from like offensively, I think the Bears got some studs on that offensive line that they can be there for the next few years and stuff. A couple of them, you know, maybe. Uh, and like I said, I like the receivers. They got some decent backs, and uh, it's a, it's a building process. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. got some pieces. They, got yeah. some pieces. they, they have, have some pieces. They have some pieces. You know? I'll give you that. So, and they're yeah. two tackles that they they have two tackles that hasn't even played yet. Right. Exactly. You know, right. So we'll see how they they pan out. Yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully we get a healthier both squads next in, in Lambeau. For sure. For sure. Uh, quick question about the Bears before I get to my Bulls question. Before I let you go, Pops, I know you got. You know, I'm looking at the time. I know you got you got some things you got. Yeah, I do want to. I do want to talk about the Bulls real quick. But go ahead. Yeah, real quick. Uh, in this Bear conversation, real quick. Uh, yes or no question. Is Matt Nagy fired at the end of the year? Mm-hmm. Bears, I'm, I'm, and I'll give you. Bears don't make playoffs. They are seven seven one team. Is Matt Nagy fired? Mm, that is a good question. No, E, E, yes, yes. That The answer is well, rather, yeah, relatively yeah. simple. Well, we're talking yeah. bears here. Right. He has to be is one thing. Right, that's, right. that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that's, he, should he, that's what I was saying. Should he be fired? Yes. Will he? I don't know. I don't he should have been fired on like, that timeout, I, that challenge. They should have just oh had happened. I, no. I was like, Bro, he should like, have really just called a timeout to challenge a fourth and in inches yeah. where you could possibly not only lose one timeout, but lose two if you're wrong. Yeah. You know, I, was and then, I was confused by that. And then still go, you know, fourth and in inches. And he, yeah, of course, Rodgers is, you know, He should have been fired after that Cleveland game. Let's keep it like at the. At the bare oh, minimum, he should have been fired. That, that was one of the ugliest games I ever seen. I mean, to put that guy in that particular situation, I mean, it was like he set this kid up to fail in that particular game. That was just an atrocity when it comes to football. Now, again, Pop, you add that with the fact that Virginia or George or someone higher up on, on Mount McC- McCaskey came down and said, start the kid. 
But it, that's one thing to start in. But if a coach don't come up with a better game plan, that's what then, I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So you know that's on him. You get that's, orders I, from your boss, but then you know it's just like a general. You get orders, but then you got to make sure that the soldiers carry carry out the orders, and you got to yeah. have a plan. And uh, this no, guy no, just like he threw him through the wolves, you know. So it was I, terrible. I want. I'm gonna tell you right now. I hope he gets fired, and I want the offensive coordinator for the Bills. I want Brian DeBall. Well, this is going to actually happen. Or, this or, is... or I want uh, Byron Leftwich. One of those two. Nah, I want, I want the top O's. But here's the thing that's going to happen. They're not going to fire Nagy because Nagy's going to fire Bill Lazor at the end of the year. He's going to let him be a scapegoat. No, he did not. No, no. Can't do that. I think if he finds that guy that's calling plays, they will. Somebody will. That would be no, no. I'm saying at the end of the year when they have the little meeting, he's gonna be like, "Hey, I see more of my errors where I need to have an offensive coordinator. I'm gonna go ahead and 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 stop being play caller. In fact, I'll bring in a new play caller, a younger one that that should be able to run a, a, a offense that that should get us going. I'm gonna tell you right now, if he don't make the playoffs, which he's not, he's out of there. We'll see. That's my that's my prediction. He's but not. I mean, look at the schedule. He could lean back on the fact of how the schedule is. I don't know. No matter. I, I, I don't think I can't. I don't see them. I don't see the McCaskies. I have a hard time seeing him getting over five, six wins this year anyway. And this is. A, well, he got two for sure against Detroit. So that'll bring. I'll give him the five. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think they can get Minnesota. I think they can I get think, both. Yeah, Minnesota. I think they can get one for Minnesota. Okay, and I think they're gonna they're gonna get one in the next three weeks. I think they're they may may even get two. I think they're gonna be. I know they'll be Pittsburgh. They'll be Pittsburgh. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see that. I, as bad as Pittsburgh right. is, they got they still got too many receivers. They almost lost the Geno. They almost lost the Geno Smith, bro. Right. I, still. I still. They almost lost to Geno Smith, the bad offensive line. And they're, and they're still going back. with they're still going with Roethlisberger. Like, yeah, yeah, they can't let him go. They need a Willie Beeman situation. I hope that that Dwayne Haskins turns into a Willie turns into a Willie Beeman situation. Wouldn't be bad. Old guy always hurt. You know, so yeah. Cap Rooney. You know, he ain't trying to leave. Gotta we be had the Willie Beeman situation Willie here. Beeman. We had that. We had Cap Rooney. The coach wouldn't let go of Cap Rooney. <laughs> See, that coach won things, though. This coach hasn't. I know, I know. Cap Matt Nagy went to field is like, yeah. you are tearing this team apart. You had up, up all those yards. All those inches. You're not some flash pan in the you're God a quarterback. goddamn quarterback. <laughs> Just got here. <laughs> hey, what's the line, E? What's that line? What's Hell's wrong right with him. I, I'm a, they move me to defensive back. I, I was, yeah, I they got me tackling. They got me tackling. Me tackling my motherfuckers. I don't do that shit. <laughs> so, all right, let me wrap it before we get go to the off. Buick Darnell Mooney. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> your mama's. Yeah, yeah, you're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your mama's calling you. Yeah. Yeah, you remember that your mama's calling you. You go to the Buick. You say, go to the Buick. I'll make her. Uh, I'll do I'll, a I'll hit you at the Buick. I'll hit you at the Buick. Okay. And I'm telling you, it was, it is uh, Cap Rudy and uh, uh, Beeman because uh, look at that Cleveland game. 
He's like, this ain't gonna be me. Whole <laughs> <laughs> lot changes around here. I can, I can take that. I can take that. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> we ended with a beaver juice. <laughs> And he got promptly knocked out in real life and on set. So yeah, yes. I don't like <laughs> uh, playing that shit. Uh, real quick before we let Pop go, Pop. Uh, NBA season has started tonight. Matter of fact, we got the first game. Uh, it's already official. The Bucks stomped the net, one twenty-seven to one hundred four. Um, that. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling about the Bulls? How excited about you are you about the Bulls, Bob? I am excited, more excited about them this year than I've been since I don't know when. Derrick Rose? Uh, could be. Uh, Has to be. Got, even then, that was an unknown. Even, yeah. then, even then, that was an unknown. Coming right. Rookie, yeah, exactly. like, yeah, yeah. He's had a lot of I'm, talking about, but... I'm talking about the year after they went to the conference finals. Like the excitement pitch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were the one, the oh, one thing I like about this team so this year is they've got some very athletic players on that team. They're long, they're long and they're athletic. And uh, I think that's going to pay dividends for them both offensively and defensively. And so I am excited about that. You know, I think they've got leaders. In Zach and Demar, you know, and uh, they got enough young talent there that they're gonna be because they got people on the bench that I think is gonna push constantly push those starters, you know, and uh, they've got people that can come off that bench and make a difference. I think yeah. it's a deep bench, uh, like I said, it's an athletic bench. Uh, so I'm I'm excited about that. I'm anxious to see what they play. I know they got. Four pretty much games in the beginning of the season they should win, and then they go, I think, out west. They got like a 13 game that's going to be a tough stretch there, and that may be. And they still got the circus thing going. Ah, I don't think Is that so. why they're doing the 13 road, road trip? <laughs> circus is in town again. I don't know, but. Uh, I'll look into it. I think you'll find out what kind of team you have once they, you know, go on that trip. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, you know what? I I saw where okay, uh, Wendell got a 50 million, you know, guaranteed. Then uh, Gafford got a 40 million guaranteed. I'm like, man, these. And I look at Bobby Porter's won a championship, and he get he didn't get anywhere near that kind of money. So. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for the Bulls. I uh, can't wait to this first game to see what they actually do, and uh, uh, we go from there. But I think it's a better, it's a lot better team than they had in the last couple of years. Uh, yeah, more athletic, uh, longer, and I think they, like I said, it's going to pay dividends for them. Definitely got a great score in DeMar DeRozan. Um, yeah. Energy guy, Alice Caruso is definitely probably going to be oh my God. Uh, probably yeah. one of the best pickups. Um, you know, not only did he yam sandwich on somebody. like that. Me neither. LeBron was like, you don't dunk. I do. I, obviously. Or something. <laughs> I just, like, man, I must not have been watching the Lakers or something because he was Crew. like, yeah, Caruso. 
Crusoe does not look like your typical ball player, but that's a ball. He doesn't. He doesn't. He, yeah, he can ball. Like, he just hoops. Like, I don't know how to explain it. He just hoops. And then Lonzo Ball, there's something he, – he's he's definitely developed a better jump shot. And he sees the – I feel like since he's been in the league, he's seeing the court a lot better every yeah. single year. And he's is, got a – and he has a slight chip on his shoulder as well because – you know, yeah. they didn't really play him in New Orleans last, you know, last year, you know, so he within himself feel that he's got a lot more to show than what he was allowed to. Down. Yeah. So, well, they, I mean, they've, they've got some players and like I, I think the only thing that might get them is they don't have a lot of size and uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out over the course of the season. But other than that, man, I think they've got some pieces there. Well, I think they're all thing though. That's the cool thing though, because you went everybody just went through all these names, and it's like nobody even mentioned Vucevic. Right. You know. That's what I was yeah. I was just about about that. That's that's the crazy thing. It's (laughs) like like, you talk about all these players, and it's just like there's this all-star that's just stashed at the center, like you know, just not being talked about. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah. Right. Like because you get so what what that what the what what Pop's point and what he was saying. And then and then bring it home with Shep. Like you can play all t- all pretty much all three different types of ways. You can play up tempo, you can slow it down, you can play through the post, you can play through the high post. They have yeah. so many options. Yeah. And on top of that, there is, you know, you talk about the chip on their shoulder. I think all of them have chips my uh, on the shoulder. Cause the you know, DeMar hasn't been, he's gotten to the he's he's hit a ceiling in his career, you know. And so much that the Toronto traded him out to go get Kawhi, right? So he's still got a chip on his shoulder. Vucevic been on, went to the cha- uh, to the uh, playoffs his like rookie year and hasn't been there since. Zach hasn't been to the playoffs. Donovan, you know, people are still talking about they talk about the good times that he had in, in the Thunder, but they also talk about you know he couldn't he couldn't get you know uh, Russ, KD, and Harden to the championship. You know, that three that three one loss to to the Warriors still kind of hangs over him. This is his most talented team probably since that team. He didn't so, have he never, that year. He didn't have hard he didn't have hard. It was just Russ and you KD. Know, I'm sorry, Russell yeah. KD. I'm sorry, I didn't yeah. make hard. I didn't but hard. You make a point. You make a point, Mark. Make a point he's got, he has something to prove along with a lot of those players as well. So yeah. this is again, this is the most talent he's had on that on that on his team yeah, since so. then. So and it looks like they're having fun, man. Like that's yes. the thing. Like you know, oh, yeah. these games, yeah. it looks like it looks like poetry emotion. It looks fun. It looks like yeah. they, you know, they're they're definitely gelling. And of course, we, you know, the season is different. And um, first right. game is against Detroit, so right. I think that that's a great opening game. Yeah. Um, With no K Cunningham. no K Cunningham. So very right. very winnable game. Winnable um, game, right? Yeah, and we can see we can see what that. Ankle. He's got a sprained ankle. Yeah, he sprained his ankle. But I mean, um, you know, I'm I'm definitely excited uh, about the Bulls. So, um, you know, we'll just see how it all comes together for this season. Um, I was excited because you know another Chicago team that had a very high, uh, a very nice preseason was the Blackhawks, and they're o two and one right yes. now, and they're losing <laughs> two to zero right now to the fucking Islanders. So, <laughs> just goes to show it's you, like, man. The preseason, the preseason don't mean a thing. You know? yeah, the only thing preseason, the only thing about preseason that matters is coming through healthy. After yeah. that, it's, it's reps. Hey, listen, I gotta run, you guys. 
All right, Pops. All right, Pops. Hey, good we appreciate you, Pops. Uh, really appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, anytime. Thank you. Yeah, dial, dial up my number, man. Here. Yeah. There it is. Music going out. That's man. Pops. We'll probably hear him as we get into our NBA talk throughout the season. But, Pops, again, we thank you for your time. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. There goes that man. Mama, there goes that man. <laughs> Shout out to the me and E insiders, man. Yes, yes. The me and E are our WNBA and our Chicago Bulls expert insiders. Yeah, man. Shout out to them. So we're going to reset the show real quick uh, with our. Oh, um, we're going to get into our picks before we wrap up the show. We kind of changed up the format today and we talked, we were all over the place, but uh, we were, we appreciate those who were able to join us today uh, on the show and get into our picks from uh, the last week and get, and get into our picks done this week. Um, I don't know about y'all, but my fantasy football team took an L like no other this week. Sorry for the bad advice, bro. <laughs> no, no, Rager didn't even play. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't get that change in. I didn't get that change in, so it was fine. Like I did, I did right. But my son talked talked me out of putting Drake in, and had I put Drake in, I would have, I would have won because Drake gave me twenty some odd points, whereas uh, Gaskin gave me like two. Right, me and tied. Tied. Yeah, we tied, bro. We tied. Was there, uh, why did I pick the Browns? I, I don't know. I don't even know why I picked the Chargers. So I picked I was, the Browns, yeah. too. I actually thought I had Minnesota against the Panthers because I didn't know. Uh, I was, But I was waiting on, uh, what's his name, the running back, see if he was healthy. But when Christian McCaffrey was, was scratched, I was like, all good. I got Minnesota in there. And then I was like, oh, I didn't put him back. Yeah, um, check it. The Bills, that was annoying because yeah, literally a slip away from 11 and 3. Yeah. That was crazy. That game was, that was um, And then the Raiders and the Broncos. Right. Look, man, we I should have picked the Raiders, bro, but. Um, no, not with that. Not with that. But what, with all that, that, yeah, I'm saying with all that looming, with all that looming. Um, yeah, no, hard, it's hard. To, yeah, it's hard to pick. Yeah, it's hard to pick. We, sh- we should have because we had thought about it because you know what? That's a rival game. No matter what, that's a rival game. You know what I'm saying? Even with all that was uh, swarming around, they needed something to rally behind. You know what I mean? So we should yeah. uh, if we If we had sat, and sat back for a moment and thought about that, we probably would have went a different way. But it's all good. Hey, hey, did you watch any of the uh, the Jags game, that Jags Dolphins in London? No, I didn't get up in time because you know I worked till two o'clock on Saturdays, two in the morning. So I was I had a I had issues because I was in Arizona, and it's a two hour difference. So I was so confused. It's like, like are the Bears playing at twelve or is it ten? They don't they don't they wouldn't have them on a ten would they? And so I was trying to figure out and trying to figure out how to go watch it. And then I ended up getting up uh, like nine, nine o'clock that time, probably a little earlier. Yeah, that, that would be 10 o'clock, right? Y'all, no, it was 11. At 10 o'clock. Oh, 11? It'd be 11. Yeah, so it was like 10.30. So it was probably around that time. So I got to watch okay. it. Uh, I was 
Man, I was cheering the Jags. I was like, come on, y'all can do it. And this dude hit this field goal to tie it. He should have um, – sorry, it was – I was like, this dude's about to miss his field goal. And I come to find out that was their first freaking field goal. When they went to tie the game, like, we are six six weeks in, and this is Jaguars' first field goal of the year. In fact, they just signed this kicker this past week. <laughs> we picked the Jags, so though, huh? didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Did we, did we all pick the Jags? No. No, they didn't want they want to – Oh, uh, yeah, me and Chip, yeah, I don't. The Dolphins, I don't know what they're doing, bro. The Dolphins, I don't. I it's. I, it, I I when we go back to earlier shows, there are definitely times where I'm just completely harping on the Dolphins, like where I'm just like Brian Flores. This I love their energy yeah. back. Yeah, but um, they just took a complete nosedive. They got some injuries, but damn, man, like I feel like Miami does this. Why is Mark frozen? I don't know. I don't know. I was. I just realized he's frozen. Oh, See, I was shot. wondering. I was thinking like, ah, oh, yeah. I was thinking about. Um, I was. I thought that I was me, but then you kept talking, so I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess it's not me this time. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe. Not. But uh, but isn't that something? So we both we picked. It's odd that we would pick the Jags going through their their uh. Coach I'm gonna issue. share the screen. Share the screen. And yeah, then, I'm just waiting for him to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then uh, the Raiders were like, "Yeah, I don't think the Raiders you know group back together for that one." <laughs> you know why I picked the Jags is because London it was, it, is pretty it, it much was. London is pretty much their home field. Any opportunity they say to get the the Jags out of America for a little bit, <laughs> they they play they win they, they won there, more they games. They go over there and win games. <laughs> they won more games in London than in the U.S. How about that? <laughs> the last two years. <laughs> Wait, so here was the thing. So Urban Meyer, when he got hired, I think he said, fellas, I guarantee us we're going to win a game before 400 days or go, since our last win, since the last win. We're going to win within 400 days. And this was the 399th day <laughs> no when shit. they won. Yeah. Wow, wow. He didn't lie, though. Didn't I know. Lie. So everybody's like, see, I told y'all. I told you it was coming together. Just got to believe. Poor let's, go, let's go to the uh, <laughs> Let's go to the club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know where he's at, but we're going to go ahead and keep it pushing. I'm going to okay, yeah, take control. Keep, let's keep working. Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first up, first week, we're looking at week seven. <laughs> Of worth a game, so uh, shout out to Stormy and E on winning uh, week six. But yeah, let's go ahead and get into these. Oh, there he is. Let's go ahead and get into these week seven picks. So for the first game, we got the Broncos and the Browns with the Bronc with the Browns being at home. Um, I'm picking Broncos just because the simple fact that I don't think Baker is playing, and I believe that's going to have an impact on this game. That's why yeah, I'm are, picking the Broncos as well. And they're deep. I mean, the Broncos. Yeah, the running backs I mean, are out. Yes, both running both backs. Both the running backs. And I'm back. And, oh, um, and, and yeah, oh, oh, yeah, Chubb McCurry Hunt. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that because they're not going to be able 
look, the last two weeks, teams have been able to score on them. They've given up 40, what was it, 42 to the to the Chargers, or somewhere 45 to the Chargers, something like that. Um, and then they turn around and give up 37 uh, to the to the Cards. Now, of course, those are some pretty good offenses, but at the same time, um, you know, you give up 37 points at home, um, and it's actually it, it should have been worse. They're a hail mary away from it being 37 to seven. You know what I'm saying? Um, because that game was just – they just weren't competitive. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with the Browns with these injuries. I'm not sure. I, I got to take the Broncos on this one. Um, Broncos play hard. So. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going Broncos as well. Shep? Um, I'm actually still stay with the Browns. Uh, I've lost faith in the Broncos. Uh, the wins that they've had this year – we're against some real bad teams, um, you know, and the DBs that I thought that were going to be good, like Kyle Fuller, it's been trash out there, you know, other than their rookie's been doing pretty good. Uh, uh, what's his name uh, from Alabama, I think, Sertan. Oh, um, Patrick Sertan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. that it, There's just something odd going on there. So uh, I think Baker's going to go ahead and, and, and give it, and get in there and uh, he's going to be forced to use OBJ you know because uh, he's got nobody else uh, so he doesn't have a running game so uh, I think the Browns should be able to pull this one out I think it's going to be a close game but I'm, I'm going Browns okay next are we, we are you, where are you going Broncos yes yeah, the Broncos. Broncos yeah I'm going Broncos okay. Broncos baby, baby. All right, next up, we got Washington yeah. Washington and the Packers. Fill it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, it's in Green Bay? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Washington, nah, man, I, fuck that. <laughs> I'm still upset with Washington. Like, this whole uh, uh, ceremony they, they tried to put on, you know, like, uh, for uh, – what's his name? Same Tron, face, bro. Tron, like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like, I think you're going to announce it less than a week before the game. Talk about, oh, we've had it planned for a minute. No, no, dude. If you had a plan, you would have said something, you know, way before the investigation. Who cares if the investigation is going on? Like, hey, this is what we got going on. Hell, you all announced bobblehead when a ticket released back in February. Like, you couldn't announce, like, this was, you know, so I'll never pick Washington again. Plus, the optics of it, the optics of it just looked very, very very skeptical yeah. to me i thought the same thing of course but i didn't want to go on social media and go crazy because um you know sean taylor like just because of just because of sean taylor right like he and is being family, honored and yeah and his family right 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 so i didn't want to rain on that parade in that regard but to me i'm right with you shep i felt like this was an it was an opportunity for them to save face and in in, in in for lack of a better term um, you know, by going ahead and doing this, but um, hey, at least he's in the ring of honor. And uh, yeah. shout out to Sean Taylor, man. RIP to Sean Taylor, man. I still remember that exact day when I was at Lithonia, yeah. man. When I was in high school, I remember that exact day, man. My homeboy, who was a DB as well, was like, Man, Sean Taylor gone, Sean Taylor gone. I'm like, What? So, um, still crazy to believe that such a, uh, a great NFL talent was taken away from us in such a freakishly way, uh, eighth of yeah. an inch to the left or the right. You know he yeah, survives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So, um, inches, man, it comes down to inches, just like football. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ooh, this one next, uh, next one, we got the Chiefs and Titans. Ooh. I like the Titans, so, man. I like the Titans. I like that defense, that Chiefs defense. I'm not I'm not sold on it after a, get, a win against Washington. Um, so, Derrick Henry so, so running for a hundred something, hundred something freaking yards a game against the Bills too. Like that's the thing. Like that's yeah. not that's not a a, a a bad defense. That's a that's a legit defense. Yeah, three rushing touchdowns, bro. And they got twice. Depth. He's just he's twice this year already. Yeah. Yeah, they got depth in that front seven, too. So for him to be able to have that type of success with all the interchanging parts of the Bills' defense, um, I mean, 143 yards, three touchdowns, man. I mean, so impressive. Um, and I think that, yeah. you know, so with that, you keep a dynamic offense, just like the Chiefs, off the field. And I think that that's going to be the game plan for Mike Vrabel going in. And um, I think they're going to be able to execute. And then they'll be able to take the top off um, you know, because they got two great receivers, they got two studs, and um, you know, man, I don't know. Up, yeah, it's still a little banged up, but um, I think they're gonna make the plays, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna be a close game. Where's this at? Is this in? This is in Tennessee. Tennessee. It's I'm gonna go Nashville. Titans. I'm I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go Chiefs. Yeah. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Yeah, this one's hard because I mean. You're sitting there talking about the Chiefs going three and four, you know. Yeah. If they lose this game, like they just they just got this this crazy schedule. Every week is just a test for them. Uh, yeah, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing from the Titans. They get that running game going. Uh, then uh, you got your two receivers. So yeah, I'm gonna go Titans as well. And again, and I called Mahomes, it last week. Andy Reid, Andy Reid after a loss, like doesn't lose. Yep. So, so now we we're past that. <laughs> I think the Titans are gonna. <laughs> I think Titans are gonna come in, and I think they're gonna handle business. But um, definitely gonna be a close game, I think, because of Mahomes. All right. So we got Falcons versus Dolphins. What week is this? Week seven. When's the trade deadline? Next week. Hmm. I'm taking uh I'm taking the I'm I'm taking the uh Falcons. I think the Dolphins are just in a real bad spot right now. Yeah, one more game from uh to uh I don't know, I, I think another loss no. by my uh, Tua's not yeah, Tua's not playing, right? So he just played. Well he just played in London. Yeah. Yeah. He did all right, but yeah, hmm. you know. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Falcons as well. You know, two is back. He's, he'll, he'll be playing. So and they're gonna have to make a decision this week whether they go ahead and do the tra- uh, trade for Deshaun. Um, we're two weeks from the NFL. Just real quick, we're two weeks from the NFL trade deadlines, November second. Gotcha. That'd be what yeah, week nine. Yeah, nine. Yep. Yeah. So if uh, I don't know if he just doesn't look that well this week, 
you know, they may go ahead and do that trade for him, or they may even sign Cam Newton, who mysteriously went ahead and took his, his uh, COVID shots. Somebody's talking to him. Somebody yeah. wants to have him on the roster. Yeah. Someone up north west. Yeah. Ooh. Imagine him with PC. Who knows? Yeah. So, or yeah, or, or Pittsburgh. They went for A-Rod. They're going to make a push for for Aaron, and then they still don't know what they have with Haskins. Unless they know what they have with Haskins. So. Rodgers ain't going nowhere, nigga. No, I'm scared. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's pretty. We all know what's about to go out. Yeah, he's gone. Um, Bro, they're about to they're about to go out and feel his – everywhere he walks, he's going to have a bunch of gifts just like – Neo did in uh, Matrix when he came off to Ebenezer. <laughs> I'm like, please don't go. Thank you. You saved us. <laughs> you can't go nowhere. Chef, who are you taking? You taking Falcons or, or Dolphins? I'm Falcons. Oh, Calvin Ridley's back too. Oh shit! Never mind. Falcons. Yeah. Run that back. <laughs> I didn't know Calvin Cal- Cal- back. Yeah, and they're coming off a of bye week, so I'm pretty sure they could they could scheme something up for the Dolphins. They they can't mess that up. Yeah, a bye week after a win. Jets versus Patriots. Ooh. He put on a show, didn't he, Matt Jones? I guess the Cowboys. Yeah. I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take the Patriots. I mean, I think this is. I mean, I just put us all down for saying the Patriots. Come on, be real. Belichick is not going to want to lose to his. I mean, I know he doesn't lose to anybody, but Zach Wilson has turned the ball over or threw an interception every single game this year. Yep. Panthers versus which I predicted. Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Panthers versus Giants. Oh my gosh, poor Giants! I would say poor Giants. Oh god, they are on like a horrible train wreck. Like you just just feel like they gotta come out of it somehow. It ain't gonna be this year. Bypassing <laughs> bypassing Fields to go with go with Fields and Jones just to stay stick with Daniel. Oh my gosh, these guys! And then oh Saquon's out and uh, what's the name out? Yeah, right. Sterling, Sterling Shepard's out, right? Yeah, no, and, Tony, oh, and uh, Tony's out. Tony's out. Cardarius, I think Shepard's out too. Panthers, big Panthers, man. Come on, Panthers, man. We're going to Panthers. Panthers, Panthers. complimenting football management. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Bengals versus Ravens. I'm not gonna do it again. I'm going Ravens. I'm, I'm not, not picking Lamar. Lamar Jackson. I'm, I'm picking I'm Lamar Jackson for the rest of the fucking year. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've had to apologize to a few people, and he is one of them. I'm so sorry. Uh, I made my public apology, as I said on Twitter. Uh, that I, I made my public apology last episode. So, uh, go back and listen to that. There's something wrong with my Chucky doll. 
<laughs> yes. Shout out to the last episode. Shout out to the last. Shout out to Chef, our content producer, who puts the name of the crazy, of the- crazy title game right now. Like I'm anxious to hear what this one is. Can't see the next game. Let's oh my bad. Cool. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Uh, Eagles versus Raiders. Uh, I'm gonna take the Raiders. Um, I picked up, I picked against them last week, but um, like you said, with the rallying behind and everything, you know, um, I feel like that uh, they'll they'll go ahead and handle business against Philly. Um, I mean, Philadelphia. Who did, who did they play this past week? Uh, it was a Thursday night game, right? No, that was they've just played. Yeah, Thursday night against uh, who was that? Buccaneers, and they made it a game. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, actually yeah. made it a game towards the end. Hurts. They but, did. Uh, I'm going. Yeah, I'm gonna go Raiders too. Because uh, the person that uh, Raiders Hurts was was throwing to, they traded the next day, so they're they're actually I think they're in the middle of something going on there. So Ertz going to to the Cardinals is insane. That's that's that brain. that pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> they're so good. Like there's like yo, there's so many weapons. Like Zach uh, Ertz of all tight ends, bro. Like if Eric Ebron went there, I'd be like, oh shit. But, <laughs> but like Zach Ertz, man, if he can stay healthy, again, health is important. But um, you add like to already, you know, you they they the Cardinals just have everything, bro. Mm-hmm. They have everything. They get after your quarterback. You can't get to theirs. <laughs> you know. What I mean? Yeah, so, that's usually a problem. You know, lost, all right. <laughs> yeah, he lost um, his uh, his tight end. Is was Max. Max Williams, uh, yeah, but he's out. Yeah, Max Williams, yeah. It's yeah, they yeah. lost him. That's why I know that's why they got they did the trade. Yeah. So yeah. You know, so they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna miss a step. So nope. Uh, All right. All right. Uh, Bears, so, so Cardinals, yeah, next... Bucks. Yeah. Um Yeah, I just kind of skipped through all those. So the yeah. next real game on the schedule is Colts and 49ers. Ooh. I'm, gonna say I'm picking Colts the Colts. And 49ers. Colts and 49ers. Trey Lance I'm going to take the Colts. Still, right? I'm taking 49ers. I'm taking the Colts because I like what I've seen out of Carson Wentz these past few weeks. And T.Y. Hilton is back. Helps out a lot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, so. shoot. That's right. Yeah. Put me down for Colts. <laughs> yeah, I'll run it. And then Saints at Seahawks. <laughs> that wraps up the picks. <laughs> Do we have any different? I picked one different. The Chiefs and Titans. I picked that one different. And I picked one different. The Broncos and Browns. I'm a. I'm a. You know what? Yeah, because I want to change. I, I can't. I don't know if I can pick the Saints. And, the Saints Seahawks one. <sighs> You know what? I want. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna still take the. I'm gonna still take the 49ers. Take me. Take the Colts off for me. I'll take the 49ers. Um. 
Shit, I'll take the Bears. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. Put it down. Oh, uh, uh, I do want to tell getting, you. I'm getting too cocky. <laughs> yeah. You should just just remember uh, Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn is out with uh, COVID. Oh, shit. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Next Do man you up. renege, renege? <laughs> <laughs> yo, keep that. Yo, keep it on there, man. I feel some of. Listen, about, and and that's the, the game. Bucks. And on top of that, that's a Tom Brady, Tom Brady revenge game for the. I thought this is yeah. fourth down. Is, is is it four? Yeah, he about to wax that. <laughs> He's about to wax, for real, for real. Yeah, uh, seventeen, thirteen Bears, man. Shit, I don't know what kind of run game we're gonna have against their top. The, they're gonna force us. To they ain't pass. got no cornerback, so that's the only thing. That's the only thing. They got no. The Packers didn't have any cornerbacks either. We sure did it. We had we had niggas that been on the team for like two weeks. Brazil <laughs> <laughs> Douglas is in there locking down. Uh, no, nah, man. And the quarterbacks, they had a brand new center, a rookie center. Like, come on, come on. They had that. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, and our rookie center, no, and our rookie center got hurt in the first series. Didn't come back. So we had to start the backup to the rookie. Hmm. No Bakhtiari. You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make it. All right, go ahead, do Bucks. I'm going to do it. I'm fully down for the Bucks again. There's another one I want to switch. I'm gonna switch another. I'm gonna one. switch. I'm gonna switch the Seahawks. I'm gonna give Gino one more shot. Oh y'all read I'm niggas. Gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give Gino another shot. Saints are too up and down for me. I know they had a week off here. Yeah, and they got the worst. They, their offense is worse than, than the Bears. Change me to Seahawks as well. Over. Because they actually, I mean, it was. Did, did the Saints win last week? They didn't, they didn't play last week. They didn't play. They didn't play. Uh, okay, so yeah, I'm sticking with this. They're more the Niners, right? The Niners didn't play either. Nope. It was Saint, uh, the Saints, Niners, uh, Jets, and Falcons. Off last week. Really? Yeah. We. Yep, that's about it. That's all I can. Actually, you know, if y'all keep changing now, my shit will be different. So change something else. Uh, Y'all sure y'all ain't got trust in Jerry Goff? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, man. Check check out this crazy stat. Jared Goff, 0-13 without Sean McVay in his career. Makes sense. And to answer answer your question, the more appropriate way is, do I have faith in Jared Goff? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Telling you, and not only that, his coach don't even have faith in him. Call he's him been, out. He's been to he's a Super do Bowl. People like Bro, him. But you haven't even won a game as a coach yet. Are you telling me to be better? Why don't you be better, Dan? Looks like Dan, a man too. You know what? Go back over that corner and start crying some more. How about that? How about you he be better? Like he oh, he the, the the head coach in his press conference interview was talking about biting people's kneecaps off. Blah blah blah. Lions, rawr. Who? Uh, 
Dan Campbell? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fight, this guy's, yeah man. La- after, after, the, after the whole fucking crying oh, situation? During the, he said during in his press conference interview. No, not his press conference. His introductory his press conference. Press conference, yeah. We're gonna be a team. It's gonna be scrappy. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get you down. We're gonna bite down, bite your kneecaps off. I promise you. I pro- don't make me find a sign. I'll find a sign right now and play it. Yeah, no, I don't remember. He had another couple bites off, like like sound bites. That was crazy. And, and um, I mean, a couple weeks ago, he cried. Lions don't even eat the kneecaps, man. Oh, fucking yeah! I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. He's a liar. <laughs> a liar. They're gonna win. They're gonna win at some point though. Oh, you know who it's oh. gonna be? It's gonna be against the Bears on, on, on Thanksgiving. Nah. <laughs> hey Jack, oh, here, another here, here it goes. Here I got the I got the oh. Because I felt like I knew this community. I played here. All right. Here's what I know. Just as an overall philosophy, you're going to say, well, what's this team going to be? What's it not going to be? Here's what I know. All right. I know that Detroit's made up of great people, some really good people. All right. This community is strong. Um, this place has been kicked, it's been battered, it's been bruised. And I can sit up here and give you coach speak all day long. I can give you, uh, you know, hey, we're going to win this many games. I can't, that, uh, none of that matters. And you guys don't want to hear it anymore. You've had enough of that shit. So excuse my language. All right. Here's what I do know is that this team is going to take on the identity of this city. All right. This city's been, been down and it found a way to get up. All right. It's found a way to uh, overcome adversity. All right. And so this team's going to be built on uh, going to kick you in the teeth. All right. And we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, before long, we're going to be the last one standing. That press conference of the Detroit Lions. After six weeks, everybody still got their damn kneecaps. Everybody. And wins. Yes. <laughs> and wins. Yeah, I can't even get past the damn ankles. Niggas, be, niggas were covered and still caught a touchdown. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, feel about Detroit? meanwhile, Jim Caldwell can't get a job. So Facts. messed up. Yes. That is Not crazy. even as a coordinator, bro. They hired the dude that was on the team from a, that did not win a game. That's where Dan Campbell came from. He was 0 16 with Detroit. He played with Detroit on that 0 16 team. And this is like, I think this guy should be able to get us more wins than that. Game. That's a whole nother conversation yeah. for a whole nother day of why that happens. But we all know what it is. Caldwell can't get it. Todd Bowles. Todd, yeah, Todd can't get a job. Last time Jim was coaching was he was assistant head coach and quarterbacks coach for for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, he's only there one year. Yeah, that was well, uh, not Flores' first year. Uh, no, it was a couple years. Adam Gase. 
Yeah, and it, it just says on July 13, 2019, it was announced that Caldwell would take a leave of absence to address health issues but remain as a consultant following the 2019 season. Caldwell um, wasn't retained by the Dolphins. There you go. The Lions were so bad, they, they hurt the man long term. We got lionism. It took his kneecaps. No, they didn't. <laughs> he didn't take his kneecaps. He didn't take anybody's kneecaps. It's uh, so weird. Yes. It's Detroit. He's a, he's the, hey, that would have played well in the 90s. Yeah. That would have played well in the 90s, but this is. Yeah. These guys. Uh, Rough should have threw a flag on that. Taunting. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, y'all hear, did y'all hear what Olin Cruz said about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, Olin said it. Yeah, but that, listen, oh, well, listen. Now I will say this: On Cruz is about that life. On yeah. Cruz will punch like like for real, for real. Like Olin Cruz will will will, will hit anyone. Now, that's a guy you don't want to piss off. Well, hey, what is out of your team? Not young... me. Oh no, he what is up with these young cats though. Which one? What is up with these young cats in Twitter, bro? Eddie Jackson, go after Lance Briggs. Listen, what? Did, what happened? And, okay, we'll we'll talk that. We'll, we'll, this will be where we wrap up the show. <laughs> okay, but yeah. So what happened was because because that after the Bears game, they have the post post game show on 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 NBC uh, Sports. It's yeah. Olin Krutz, uh, uh Anthony Brown. Um, Lance Briggs, Lance and, Briggs, uh, and Dave Kaplan. David Kaplan are hosting the show, and they don't and they don't let they let it loose. Like Owen Cruz has been, he was the one that was talking bad about Nagy about you know he's got to get the Y in front of his mirror that he's the real reason and blah 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 blah. And Briggs, you know, Lance Briggs is hella respected in Chicago in the Chicago like the, as he as he should be as he um, should be. Him and Erlacher were just ridiculous. Yeah. He's yeah. he's borderline awesome hall of, yeah, borderline hall of famer. Definitely hall of a very very good, right for sure. Yeah, and all of honor guy for yeah. the Bears. Yeah, absolutely. So he said because he's been saying about Eddie Eddie Jackson every week. He's tired of saying telling Eddie Jackson or hearing Eddie Jackson or seeing Eddie Jackson missing tackles, like you has to he has to by any means necessary get that guy down, even if you get a flag for it, it's better than letting letting the guy get in the end zone. Mm-hmm. So what Eddie Jackson does, he goes on Twitter and finds a pro football focus article at in 2011, which was coincidentally one of the I think Lance's one of Lance's last years in the league. Like right the, at the back. Yeah. After the he, back nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely back nine. Showing that and saying Lance Liggs has the most missed tackles in in the league. So yeah, that that was his clap back. But then he deleted the tweet, but like still like the the like the uh, the uh, Twitter thing, the the article, and he tried to go after Lance because the because of Lance saying what he said. I heard Lawrence Holmes say it on his show. Shout out to uh, to to El Boogie, Lawrence Holmes. He said that Lance is one of those guys that 
he's not a, he's not that type of guy who's going to air people out in in public. And he's not going to say things in in public that he wouldn't say in private. And that and that's absolutely a factual truth. Lance would you don't the the conversations when when and the, when the mics pick up the stuff that Lance and and Erlacher would say to each other, like they would cuss like those three dudes, Lance uh, and 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 Brian, and even t- and even uh Peanut, they they didn't they didn't they weren't soft spoken. They didn't they didn't tippy toe around things. They kept it real. And on top of it, one thing that, that Lawrence said that I absolutely agree with, Eddie Jackson can learn from Lance Briggs. And all, yes. of, all those guys, Lance, Matt Forte, mm-hmm. um, Olin Krutz, those guys bleed orange and blue. They're, they're, they're getting – Lawrence talked about how um, in the playoffs, when the Bears were in the playoffs – Back in eighteen, when it came to that field goal, he had a video up of them in the back room because they he was he used to do the the post game show with those guys, and they were they were on a knee holding hands like they were still on the sidelines, but watching that kick. Wow! Like those guys are Chicago. They you know Lance is from Arizona, you know Owen from Hawaii. You know, he's still living in the Chicagoland area because they're so ingrained in the community. They're so ingrained with the Bears' identity. And all they want to do is see the Bears succeed. Brian's from New Mexico, ain't he? Yeah. Uh, Brian Erlacher? Brian, but Brian, we not. This is where you end the show. Yeah. <laughs> Brian. I don't know. I haven't heard much about him. No, listen. Brian is on some. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. uh, with that, let's put it this way: Brian's a, is in the same boat as Mike Dicker when it comes to certain yes. stances. Okay. With NFL political, political, yeah. yes. So, gotcha. and gotcha. and his teammates are like they love him, but they said we need to have conversations. Yeah. You know. So I'm gonna leave it at that. So well, um, Eddie Jackson, did you hear? <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, Chet. Did you hear about uh, uh, DK Metcalf and Shannon Sharp? I was just about to yeah, say that's, that. Yeah, that's another one. I I saw something about it. I was like, oh shit. That was hilarious. I'm gonna go find the tweet. <laughs> I know. I was trying to find it. I can't find it. So uh, Shannon Sharp tweeted after that game uh, of Seattle by when uh, DK Metcalf caught that pass uh, and tried to get extra yards instead of just going out of bounds. And he fumbles the ball, right? And they barely, they just barely get it back. So, you know, Shannon Sharp calls him out on that. Like, hey, bro, like, that's not a smart move to do. Like, just get out of bounds. And DK Metcalf responded back with, uh, you, you, your old dude, like, you know, your your days are, you you were not He said, stop, stop doubting me. Stop doubting me, little boy. That was the first tweet. Like, yeah. Stop doubting, stop doubting me. me. So call, first of all, call <laughs> Uncle Shay Shay. Little boy, little boy, like these young, like these young, hey, that's like okay. I don't want to be that guy and be like these young ass niggas, but bro, to call Shannon Sharp, you know who you're talking to, bro? That's a Hall of Fame tight end right there, champion. That's the funny thing is, he didn't know who he was talking to. He obviously didn't know he was talking to. Yeah, he said something about I saw the wiping. You know, I'd say I. 
something about wiping his butt with it or something. I don't know. Something about your credentials. With your stats or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. From the he... looks of it, I could wipe my shit with yours, with your stat, with your resume. Continue to gossip. You washed up wannabe. Washed up wannabe. Hold up. But this is, but Shannon mm-hmm. said nothing. He said nothing to question. That was a dumbass player. Your pride won't let you admit it. You can't question anything I've done. Pray your resume will be as complete as mine. Pray. In all caps. And did you see uh, DK come back? That's what that's what he said for the licks that I could wipe my ass with your resume. No, no, he he, he came uh, and then his later tweet DK comes back. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, he said I, I, I do pray my... that my resume. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I do that. pray that it'll match up. With I you. pray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, young Youngin actually did some research. Good deal. Yeah, I keep <laughs> fucking mad. Because I, I know you too young, because I'm too young to remember Shannon Sharp's career. Yeah. So, Bro. so I, you know, I'm almost ten years older than DK Metcalf. Bro, and, and they did, didn't they do the on NFL? Uh, they did a special on him and his brother, or was it just him? Uh, or when he went in, uh, went into the Hall of Fame, they t- they showed how uh, when he was him and his brother were little. Like they helped his yeah, dad out on the country farm, and they were yep. doing the pricks out of like you don't you don't mess with a dude that did that. Come on, man. country boy, country boy, country Shannon. bunker from Georgia again. Sharp Uncle, Uncle Shay Shay is he's a respect yeah. status. You you don't come for the you know, and if you don't come for the king, you best not miss. And and we could take it to speaking of Shannon, or I'm sorry, speaking of Sterling Sharp, uh, DK ain't even matching up to him right now. He didn't even finish a career yet. He didn't even finish his career because of that true, neck true. injury. Yep. But you take a prime Sterling Sharp, you know, gee, y'all Bears fans, y'all seen that man twice a year. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Farmer Sterling Sharp, Antonio Freeman was there the first year. No. Yeah, these young whippersnappers don't know. The, uh, the, but they gonna learn. Oh, he gonna learn today. <laughs> oh, Darnell Mooney too. Darnell Mooney during his press conference. Because like, what do you think about the Bears Packers rival or the Packers Bears rivalry? He's like, first of all, it's Bears Packers. Hey, well, at least they got this belt. I mean, hey. I mean, it is okay. So technically, in alphabetical order, yeah, that's right. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> My teacher taught me alphabetically. <laughs> well, I think it's a great way to end the show. <laughs> uh, we had a great time. Four. King of the North, East Staples. Four, Jeff Russell. Four, Desmond Jones. And myself. Shout out to Pop. Shout out to T for joining the show. Shout yeah. out to you for listening to the show. Yes. Continue to give us feedback. Continue to give us uh, our five stars. Review us. And as always, There's spread love. This is not only the human way or the Brooklyn way, but it's the human way. And of course, peace.
healthiness forever. We out.